I think. Take a look at this. Let's, uh, cool. let's run it. This is like kind of, it's a little nerve wracking. It's a little nerve wracking getting it's it going. I don't know how to start it. I don't know how to start it. You're right. Um, well, welcome. Welcome to the show. This is a podcast, Robbie and myself, we, we wanted to kind of do, and I'm, I'm going to let Robbie to talk about it a little bit. It's his thought child. <laughs> yeah, it's my, it's my thought child. I birthed this one. Um, so yeah, I'm Robbie Jordan. I'm a recent college graduate. Um, go Wildcats, I guess. <laughs> roll cats, roll cats. But no, so we wanted to uh, kind of put a podcast together. Uh, we can talk about it more, but basically it's two recent college graduates who kind of didn't really go the conventional route. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think for us, I mean, if you know Robbie or you know me, we are two extremely unconventional people i would say yeah yeah we unorthodox there's <laughs> orthodox and then there's us um yeah but i mean we weren't the type of people in college that had this nine to five set up you know we went to a pretty decently ranked business school and a lot of kids had that kind of nine to five set up it was it was 69th in the nation yeah, it was, it was 69th um, but I mean, yeah, a lot of people had that kind of lined up and I think we were two people that had this big plan set, you know, like to, to create and to move into a new place and a different part of the country. And then well, I think it was one of those things where like back in October, I started to get nervous because I'd be in these business classes, right. And you hear, okay, so-and-so just got an internship or a full-time job at some accounting firm, right. And all of a sudden, next week of class, more people are getting jobs. And I'm like, man, I should probably start applying. <laughs> to Maybe. Certain it should be a thought process. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a lot of people went that whole like 50 hours a week type right when you graduate, have something lined up. And obviously, no one could have prepared for what ended up happening in March. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, it's, obviously, this is not. I don't know, I feel like it's important to say, like, we are not the only two people that struggle right. with this. There are fucking millions, but nonetheless, it's like, you know, we were almost lucky in the sense that we didn't have anything set right. up. Right, like, COVID hit us hard without actually, we never got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we never got COVID, but man, it deeply affected us. Yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're kind of like, I, I think apt to talk about it in a sense of being two people that it screwed up our kind of dreams but i mean we didn't lose jobs we didn't get jobs pushed back so by no means i don't know we don't want this to be kind of a a pity party on us more or less kind of just a open dialogue between us and kind of whoever's listening to to say you know this is how we're dealing with it and this is kind of how we're taking it and using it to actually propel us as creatives forward rather than letting it kind of dwindle us and kind of I guess, hold us back, right? As Uh it is with many other people. Yeah, and I just think it's something that um, whether people are, like, ashamed to admit it or not, they can relate. I mean, they can kind of relate to where we are. There is a subsection of people, you know, like you and I, who maybe wanted to do their own thing, um, kind of right after college, you know, pursue their own, like, creative mediums and stuff like that, and just kind of found themselves, like, stuck in the mud, um, for lack of a better word, like exa- exactly like we are. And I, I guess it's just navigating life post-grad is what we want to talk about. Um, but yeah, also, so on a lighter note, one of the plans that we have for every one of these podcasts is we're big cider guys. We're huge we're cider guys, huge hard cider guys. Um, so something we thought we could bring 
a a cider on to each you know episode and kind of review it today. What do we what do we have today? So today, Robbie picked this one up at the store. This is a woodchuck hard cider. The can kind of looks pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie. It's yeah. It's an 802 collection. It's the 800 second collection. <laughs> It's the 800 second collection they've ever made. It says it's a little dry, a little dry, uh, and I think we we ought to just kind of crack them open, right? Yeah, I mean, hopefully, if 801 of them didn't work, hopefully this is the one, right? Sometimes they say it third time's a charm. I like to think 800 second. So 802 collection, little dry, uh, woodchuck hard cider, 5.1 alcohol, which is kind of weak, but we're gonna give it a crack. Word. All right, you go first. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. here we go. Here we go. Oh, oh, that sounded lovely. <laughs> All right, first sip. Okay, it's not. It's not bad. Do you get a beer aftertaste? I get a yeah. beer aftertaste. Hmm. Because I know Woodchuck is a. Uh, it's like a. It's an actual brewer where they brew beer. Maybe they didn't clean out the. <laughs> <laughs> like just some guy was at the end of his shift and he just ended up dumping. Fuck the barrels. I do maybe. It says it's ferment. I mean, I'm assuming cider ferments. That's how you get the alcohol. Obviously, fucking stupid. But yeah, yeah I don't like, it's very beery. It is very beery. And if you know me, I'm a beer bitch. So yeah, he's definitely he's definitely a beer bitch. And that's, that's I don't, the definition of a beer bitch. If you had to rate this, what would you rate it? Oof. So initial thought, I think I'm going. I'm going five out of ten. Five out of ten. <laughs> I, think I think that's fucking generous. I'm not gonna lie. Really? Yeah, I think it's the first episode though. We can't be can't be just absolutely dogging Woodchuck Brewery first episode. We're gonna get them to sponsor us at some point. <laughs> they see if they're like sponsor these guys. You know what? Sponsor us. It's a ten out of ten. Cider. Woodstock Brewery. Wood Woodchuck Brewery. Already Woodstock. Wait, is it? Oh, it is Woodchuck. Woodchuck Brewery. Fuck. Generously five out of ten. <laughs> Hey, we're marketing kids. We should get a marketing campaign going for these guys. Oh, yeah. Um, that was a great thing to mention. We probably should have mentioned, um, Ray and I were both marketing majors at the University of New Hampshire. Yes. Um, which is a pretty good program. I wouldn't say it was necessarily yeah. that hard or that specialized, which, is, which kind of ties into kind of like job placement of like mm-hmm. how general our program was and like how I didn't really know what to apply. I didn't know what yeah. I wanted to do. I mean, I'm not going to lie, Rob. That was a beautifully smooth transition. Yeah. Wasn't it? Talented. Talented. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, we, we both, you know, were four years in a marketing uh, program at, like we said, a pretty, you know, decently ranked school. And the marketing program was easily the weakest aspect of that college. And I think that's kind of unanimous across everybody that went there. From what I understand, um, you know, my time there with like my business program and, and, and the business kind of group that I was in. So... Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a weak program in the school, but nationwide and kind of overall, a pretty strong program for marketing, I'd say. Well, it just kind of goes back to, it's a strong program, but there's, it kind of lacks specialization, like, in yeah. just a sense where it's like, nurses know how to use stethoscopes, Yeah. for example, right? And if I'm a, if I'm a, uh, maybe like a civil engineer, I could probably mix some concrete, right? Like, I know the Gynecologist? rate- Gynecologist? No, I'm tickling your ass pretty well, <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I won't believe that one. <laughs> believe that one. No, like a, you know, I would know how to mix concrete if I'm an engineer. I'm not saying that's what yeah. all engineers do, but as a marketer, like, like I I know how to market things. I guess whatever. And it, we saying that is even kind of like you know, do I know how to market? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't. I don't know how to sell. Yeah. I mean, 
I think this kind of transitions, I think, pretty beautifully into really the overarching kind of media topic that we wanted to talk about today, which was, you know, us coming up to our senior year, right, kind of going into spring break, Mm -hmm. COVID hitting super hard uh, for us and kind of like, I didn't go anywhere for spring break, excuse me, fuck me, but Robbie did. And like, he came back to, to school and it was just shut down. Like, it was a really weird thing. You know, everybody went to spring break beforehand. It was really normal, you know. UNH, obviously, like any college town, it's like we got the bar scene. We were going out to the bars before. We were partying before. Right. You know, hanging out with people like you normally would. And then all of a sudden, boom, everything yeah. was thrown up. So I, so I um, in 2019, like in late 2019, planned to go to Cancun, right? And just so turned out, the week that we left for spring break was like the week before everything got shut down. So I go to Cancun, right? And it's just crazy packed people running around everywhere you know it's just exactly what you would think is like a senior spring break and then it's friday the day before we're about to leave and like trump said that he might close off the border from mexico and i was just shaking in my boots right I'm, <laughs> I'm, like i'm trying to get home so i get home and it's it's exactly when quarantine started so i went from being in like clubs in cancun just absolutely just sprinting around like a maniac to coming back and just having it be quarantined. Um, it was a change. And that kind of hit me like I was down in Mexico and all my family members are hitting me up like, hey, like it's lockdown up here. Like enjoy your next two days because the next like year up in the States is going to be wild. Yeah. And that really affected too, I think, what you know we had planned. And I guess we mentioned earlier that we don't have anything planned after grad but i mean our rough plan was like hey we want to you know be creatives and yeah like, we what, were, had... what did you so what did you want to do so like say say going into 2020 right you knew you had five months to graduate what did you want to accomplish like what did you want to dive into right when you graduated like ideally if there was yeah. no pandemic if there was no nothing what would you have done and i know it's something that we talked about moving mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing but if you want to just describe yeah. that no, so I think for me personally, what I had seen myself doing kind of like in an idealistic world was graduating college, going out west to California, you know, Washington State, Oregon, right. wherever like, it was. Just like somewhere where you could like wear scarves and like... I do. I love <laughs> scarves. And trench coats, yeah. Speaking of scarves, scarves are sponsoring this episode. Scarves. Um, just in general because they're a great fashion piece but that's aside from the point yeah um but yeah i you know i wanted to move out there and i wanted to work in a small like digital marketing agency and just kind of mm-hmm. like be creative in that way in a professional setting because yeah i don't like kind of the stability in the i guess stability is not the right word but i don't like the mundaneness and the routine behind working at like a company yeah but I feel so like any I, of you that work at companies your job's fucking mundane yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically Shit. what we just said caught yeah. me you caught yeah, me yeah, yeah. it's just not for me necessarily and that is what i wanted to do and i wanted to do it until until i could freelance on my own and that was going to kind of be the way to like support myself but then you know COVID hit and it was like okay i can't move out there anymore because they're they've got it worse than we do up in the north you know northeast so you know stuck here and, and how do we handle that and i'd say that was really difficult yeah but i'm gonna toss that question right back your way you know what was your original plan yeah so ideally my so like i said i just graduated and 
when I was a junior, I kind of started getting into like video editing and, you know, like obviously making videos. And my goal was to sort of the same thing. Um, basically just try to work at an agency out West and sort of build my like portfolio build. Yeah. Build my portfolio mm-hmm. and just kind of get some work out there. Right. Um, but then everyone just kind of got like stuck in concrete in March where, you know, you got to stay home for a month. And then, um, then we find out that we're no longer going back to school. Classes are all remote. And we didn't learn anything for two months. Yeah. And then you learned that we learned that we didn't have a graduation uh-huh. as well. Like we weren't actually going to walk for that. Mm-hmm. So then it's like basically summer rolls around and everyone's just kind of stuck. And I guess it hasn't gotten, hasn't gotten much better since. Yeah. But yeah. And I think what we mentioned earlier was that this is kind of something that we can use to like that, or we have used, I guess, in a way to propel ourselves in some sort of creative direction because we quite literally have nothing holding us back. Right. You know, right. whenever, you know, quarantine was hitting or like we heard about COVID in other areas of the world, you know, Robbie and I were, we were shooting random like reaction videos and we were going mm-hmm. out and shooting edits and practicing on, you know, videography behind the camera and editing on computers and stuff like that. Right. And that was something that we could only do so much because we still had classes and we shouldn't right. be on the job hunt and we should be doing all of these things. But then, you know, this all hits and we have nothing to hold us back, but we're also feeling a little bit lethargic in a sense that like we aren't moving. Yeah. So now we're, we're coming out. So now we're coming out the other side. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. So now we're coming out the other side. It's like, okay, so we had the summer, right? And now we're a month in where everyone's been back in school for a little bit over a month. Mm. And now like COVID starting to like, I mean, guess clear up in like a sort of like regulation sense. So we're kind of coming out the other side where, um, it's time to get the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. And, Honestly, this podcast is one of the first things that we kind of wanted to get done because I know me and Rhea are like very, very like deep thinkers, like very methodical in like the way we want to live our lives. And I guess this is kind of just a way for us to document our journey and like basically how we're going to attack it um, on a week to week basis, what progress we've made to better ourselves each week. And we just kind of want to let you guys know that. Yeah. Um, it's Absolutely. Not, yeah, not super structured, honestly. We have certain things we want to talk about, but... Cider is being the main point. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be Woodchuck <laughs> Brewery at some point. That's, I think <laughs> the whole thing's full circle. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a big Woodchuck Brewery ad, and we slam it in the beginning, but we slowly like them more yeah, and more. Yeah, next thing you know, we're only on. drinking Woodchucks. It's half beer, half cider, yeah, fucking weird thing. Eventually, we're just Woodchucks, both of us. Yeah, yeah right. Um, no, I think... <laughs> I think Robbie put it really beautifully in the sense that this is a, a child of you know us coming out of the other end, right? This is kind of the first thing that we, we're doing concretely saying, hey, this is something that we're going to record, create, and then put out, which we talked about it before we hit record. Like, that's nervous. That's like a nerve-wracking thing, oh, like creating yeah. something. Like, my hands are clammy. Yeah, so right? I've been, so what I've been, I've been, you guys can't see this, but I've been putting this can of cider down on the ground and picking it back up. He has been, I can probably, that, yeah. probably once every 40 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. You know what I mean? Uh, it's about like 40 minutes of audio, yeah. just really just us chatting to each other and like chatting to the viewers, which is, I mean, it's not something I've ever done before, mm-hmm. but it is, it is a good step to be able to like gain that comfortability. Yeah. 
know what I mean? And that's really what creation is, I think. I think creation is is intense in the sense that it's something going directly from your head or directly from your brain, your thoughts, your consciousness out into the world with minimal obstacle. You know what I mean? Right. So especially with the podcast, we are quite literally just talking into a microphone, you know, hitting save, uploading it. Right. So it's like not even anything you have to edit or you can curate. It is raw information coming from our brains. Because where our background is in editing. So we would like look at, we would look back at like footage of ourselves that we got and like, shit that we said and we'd be like dude like no way i'm ever posting that like no shot right like what a bunch of weenies like Mm -hmm. we can't we can't like we can't do that right now looking yeah well that's the thing i mean we mentioned earlier we recorded like this entire reaction video that in the moment was really funny yeah right and we like some you know video got corrupted we so yeah we we me and ray wanted ray and i i uh we did this reaction video where it was like we did like thirty minutes, right? Oh, dude, Just no, sitting. it was, I, it was like an hour. Yeah, hours. and we chopped yeah. it down to like six minutes, and we were just like, "This is not good." Yeah, it it wasn't great. However, I mean, I think if we were to pull that out, there would more than likely be you know a whole bunch of people that thought it was really funny. But to yeah. us, it was one of those things where we had put up this obstacle of saying that's not good enough, which is really the first step in any sort of creation is like, okay, I know what I'm not going to put up first. I'd say it's like overcoming vulnerability. Exactly. In a sense. And it's like, yeah, it's the same thing with this, right? So um, you put something out there, right? And in order to be creative, you have to be subject to judgment. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that you and I were both, you know, 22 year old guys that are just, it's it's vulnerable to to kind Mm -hmm. of put your things out and like start out. And I think that's, important that we're taking those steps you know what oh I mean? totally yeah like i'm down like i know like i'm down to get roasted like some someone roast me i want it because i'm i'm putting it out there to get roasted so just come at me if you roast us and you don't do it well you're gonna get the roast back and that's right. probably the funniest part yeah and, and i think it just is what it is i mean it, Uploading this podcast, you know you're going to get roasted. If you're going to roast me, at least just annihilate me. It's got to be a full-blown body. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't even want constructive criticism. I want, like, like a bomb coming into my persona. It's got to be, like, Brian Urlacher 2012 body me type stuff. Or it's just just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Can people even comment on, on this? I don't even think they can. So, no, fuck you guys. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, I think that leads us into our, our first sponsor, right? Yes. So, okay, this first sponsor, believe it or not, we got this on this first ever episode. This is kind of crazy, but... Yeah, this they, is, they reached out to us. They reached out to us. The, uh, um, more often than not, we're reaching out to them. Yeah. But it is, it is sponsored by Instagram DMs, and I don't mean Instagram. I mean specifically the direct messaging platform, which we are both very familiar with. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, it's it's been a it's it's been a, a platform for us for a few years now. We've Absolutely. been creating on direct messaging for a long time, and that's why we're really just honored to have them, you know, with us. Yeah, we're honored to be sponsored by uh, Instagram DMs. Uh, we're, we're we're just two guys that every now and then we just absolutely just send a carrier pigeon right into the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> we just fly right in there. Um, so we've been known to maybe once or twice or ten times on a Monday night, you know, just get a little bit too tipsy. Yeah, um, and do that. something that's that is uh, a couple words meshed into two and 
We, yeah. we let it fly. We have a good time. Well, we have a good minute, time. All right. So the minute that we got the Puristils, which if anyone doesn't know what, what... Oh my God. I forgot about Puristils. <laughs> so basically, this is still all part of the sponsorship, by the yes. way. So we started using Instagram DMs on these nights that usually be weeknights. We would... <laughs> For any normal person, you would not be drinking. <laughs> it would be, basically. It would be like, you know, like a Wednesday with like we'd have a lot of work to. We would go ahead and pick up uh spiked water by this mm-hmm. company. Yo, shout out to Puristil. Actually, uh, really just good beverages. Good at beverages. the end of the day. Like, and we would probably consume, you know, a good amount. And then um it was just enough. We consumed enough. enough. Once we got not some too much. Once we got tipsy, it was we flew straight, straight yep. into the DMs. Yep. I was gonna make a yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm glad that you didn't. But yeah, um, it's, um, we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah, and we're just going to leave it at that. We're going to let imaginations fly. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that's, that's really a lot about, like, that's a good introduction on us, I'd say, mm. and, and who we are and what we're doing. And I guess to kind of, it's some sort of like last discussion, again, we've mentioned this a lot, but, you know, this is... A birth child of... That's a weird fucking a word. A birth I keep child? Using no, a thought <laughs> child. A thought, a thought child. child. A yeah. thought child. Um, I mean, every child does get birthed. This is true. Every child uh, does get birthed. This is a birth child. Yes. <laughs> um, but this is really kind of us taking that first step in, in creating in a world where we don't really have any idea what, is, like, what it's going to look like right. in a year. Like, but our, we lives, wanna... our lives are full of um, uncertainty. Like right now yep. is what I would say, and it's like um, any way that I can make a like a creative impact or like leap into something creatively that might land me something else, right? And um, kind of steps into something else on top of that. Like that's what I want to do, and so I feel like this is going to be a good place to start out. Absolutely, I mean, this is going to give us the the channel, I guess, to express ourselves in a way that I have never done. I mean, like I enjoy chatting with people, but I feel like it's different talking to somebody one-on-one or like a group of your friends and it is recording it and having it be heard by a lot of different people right like it's kind of it's a vulnerable thing like you mentioned earlier but it's also really exciting and I think that it's gonna propel I'd say propel us in in a way that that Mm -hmm. we hope that somebody listening to can take and run with themselves you know what I mean at least I do I think that like it would really warm my heart to find somebody that listens to something that can relate and they can relate relate to it it helps them through like you know their own sort of struggle or something because you and i have guys that do that for us you know where we can if you're in a down dark place we can turn to them Um, absolutely what do we have minutes wise because i think i have another line of questioning that i want to start at we're at 23 so oh cool yeah okay so we have time um Unless you guys are sick of us, but <laughs> I would hope not. It's our first episode. You might be sick of us, but I am most certainly not I'm sick not of this. I'm not sick of my 802 <laughs> Hold on. Can we, can we just dive into this real quick? Did, we got 100% fresh pressed Vermont apples in here. Can you so, believe that? I'm still fucking... I'm confused, man. Because yeah. this just tastes so much like beer it, bro I, but think it's a you, I think you've only been drinking ciders i mean this doesn't i take... only drink ciders yeah well, that's why it tastes if you like could see is... my fridge after a woodchuck the brewery store, the beer of ciders the be- <laughs> this is the bud light of ciders so, so I'm, i cut you off if i could see your fridge like no it would just cider. be full of ci- like cider top top to bottom mm. these guys oh my so so they have this scale called the bricks level 
which I don't know if you guys know what this is. I've never heard of it. The bricks level is from one to six, one being dry, six being sweet. This 802 collection, Lil Dry, is two and a half. What more could you ask for? Probably not Probably much. Probably three and a half more, because I like my sex <laughs> a little bit sweet. But, yeah, no. So, um, what I wanted to get into, I guess, would be something a little bit deeper. Like, um, how do you feel, uh, not necessarily exiting, like, a college mindset, um, but kind of having to adjust to your life not being necessarily scheduled for you, right? So you have your weekly classes and then you know that when the weekend hits, everything's up in the air. But for those four or five days, Monday to Friday, you have things planned. And now, and now it's kind of like every day is the same, a a Saturday is the same as a a Tuesday, Mm -hmm. right? So how do you transition out of being in a college mindset and kind of getting into more of what you're into right now I guess just being in like the the real world in quotes Mm -hmm. absolutely that's I mean you know this but not not everybody does like I took that really difficultly right like Mm -hmm. it it was a really difficult change and, and you don't notice it in the moment because like you said shit's planned for you know five six days a week if you if you're in class in school and shit your, your shit's planned for seven days a week and then you, you, plan on, you plan on just getting just absolutely, just absolutely bundled on yeah, the weekend yeah, i mean really <laughs> fucked up yeah, yeah like a, um, like a like a banquet table at a bill's tailgate just getting folded. and then after that you got to spend the next day recovering so it's boom yeah seven days planned out minimum planned out. in college especially second half smooth especially second half of senior year right that's kind of where you turn it on the most i'd say and yeah, I mean, I like not having stuff going on every day, I think. As of yeah. right now, I'd say I do. Right. But, you know, I work in food industry now, and I've worked in food service for a while, and that's like a very variable schedule. So, like, one week I could work five days at the same time every day. The next week I could work three at, like, three completely different times, right? So it's it's tricky in that, and I enjoy the var- the variable yeah. in that. But I think in terms of just, you know, like how that affects somebody's mental health or like my productivity, it's Mm -hmm. really tough because it's more in my hands from the second I wake up, it's in my hands to figure out what I want to do. You know, hey, do I want to wake up early today and like edit or, or I just started an agency with one of my friends. So it's like, do I need to wake up and do I need to do work for that agency today? Or to be clear, to be clear, right? So your goal is you obviously want to do something video wise, right? But yeah. Right now, you're kind of working towards that. But in the meantime, in order to make money, you're in the food industry. Exactly, exactly. And that, that's like a subset. That That's the subset that we're kind of talking about, right? Is people that want to get into their own creative mediums, but it's not necessarily there for them right now, or they don't, mm. they're kind of stuck. So like you and I are doing things that we're not necessarily passionate about in order to just make ends meet until we yeah, can kind of get where we want to be. I would say, I mean percentage-wise, that's got to be what, like, 90-plus percent of people do, right? Yeah. You know, especially people that are creative-minded. You have to have, like, some sort of side hustle, or maybe it's your main hustle that's paying your bills, and then you can kind of grow something afterwards because, you know, if I could sit here all day and edit for my agency and, and do podcasts, that'd be fuck, that'd be sweet. i love that. But at the end of the day, I'd get evicted because I couldn't pay rent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's one of those things where 
Yeah, yeah, it is. Absolutely. It means to an end for me. I don't love working food industry. I'm not going to work food industry forever, but I do really enjoy this kind of startup agency that I'm doing. And I do really enjoy so far this whole podcast idea. And I think that these would be things that I'd love to run with. And I'm just going to allow these to kind of organically grow in the meantime and continue to put like passion and like, I guess for lack of better terms, like love into it in order for it to kind of blossom into something exciting. Yeah. You got to do, you have to do what you have to do in order to live right. In terms of Mm -hmm. pay rent, um, pay for your food, but <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Come on, Chuck. Yeah, it's the woodchucks. Um like I think it's important to note that a lot of people will they'll settle for that job that's gonna make them a lot of money, right? And it's gonna pay for all these things and they'll treat it as like, all right, so I gotta work eighty percent of the time in order to maximize my twenty percent of the time. Um, if that makes sense. Very true, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not into that at all. So I would rather make enough money to live, like working something I don't want to do as little as I can in order to make enough money to pay rent, pay my bills, and then work on my creative like side hustle, you know, video editing, um, small advertisements, podcasts, burping up a storm, (laughs) but in order to um, transition that into what I'm doing full time. And like for me, I know that I'm 22. I mean, I'm super young. Like, if I if by the time that I'm 24 or 25, that I am self-sufficient with a creative medium, I've I've hit my goal. Absolutely. 100. Yeah, percent I've hit my goal, and I have always said that I don't want to be stuck, um, in a corporate ladder where I get hired when I'm 22, and maybe my base salary is you know upwards of 50, 60 grand, which is that's incredible. Yeah. But I'll be 40 one day, and I'll be making probably over 100, but I'm still working the same 50, 60 hours a week at the same thing, just with a cooler position like name, but not necessarily enjoying my life. Yeah. And that is that is what I'm afraid of. Wait, like, I'm 22 now. I'm afraid of waking up when I'm 45 and not knowing what I did for the last... 23 years besides besides work and go and go to disney once a year with my kids yeah that's not what i want no i could not agree with that more and quite frankly on a very similar note than that somebody who i think is an absolutely amazing creative his name is jedahiah jenkins he did a video he's written a few books but he had a short film on nat geo it's called i think it's called like seven thousand mile bike ride to argentina or some shit nice thanks and uh what this guy did is he was in that corporate job exam exact description that you were just talking about he was in his late 20s early 30s working making a ton of money in seattle and he said i'm not happy doing this i want to do something for myself and i don't want to kind of become a slave to routine so what he did is he quit his job and rode a bike to from seattle to the southern tip of south america right as far south as you can go continental landmass and he said it was extremely life-changing and that kind of when I was younger I watched that and that planted this seed in my head where I said I do not want to become a slave to routine same thing Mm -hmm. you said I don't want to wake up when I'm 50 or 60 or or be on my deathbed when I'm 80 and say oh shit like there's a lot of stuff that I wish I could have done and I wish I would have done had I been in better health and even on top of that like I don't want to be 60 with a fat pension, or not even a pension, a 401k or whatever it is, retirement fund, and say, 
oh, great, I worked all those years, I made a lot of money, now I can, you know, live. Right. No, I'd rather no. live when I'm 20. And you can't do, like, right now, we have that, like, that spark, like, that kind of light, you know, that light that wants to create, like, we're motivated to do all these things, right? And you start to lose that as you get older, and like you said, you'll be 80 on your deathbed, and you'll be looking back at your 22-year-old self who was, like, young and hungry, like with that spark, like ready to go, ready to take on the world, right? And you're going to wish that you like let him do that. Yeah. You know? And the only thing holding you back is like societal norms at that point, Absolutely. Right? Being, yeah. being locked in like the straight jacket of like corporate America. And, you yeah. know, like, unfortunately, that's how a lot of people are. Like, and if that's, if you like routine and we're not trying to dog anyone that. Yeah. 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 No, this yeah. that's a very important point. Yeah. Actually. We're not, we're not, we're not trying to, yeah, we're not, it's trying just to, not us. Yeah. It's just not for us. Me, like me mentally, I battle like being in a routine. Like I have a very hard time doing it. And so if I was caught in one, it'd be a big no, no for yeah. me. And eventually I'd probably collapse after. This is very true. Know, Same. So, and I mean, I felt that I don't know about you, but I felt that after four years of college with the same exact stuff going on yeah. all the time. Like, mm-hmm. and I was even like, like I went abroad, so I kind of broke it up like halfway through, mm-hmm. but you started I mean, wearing scarves. Yeah. Then I came back from France wearing <laughs> scarves, eating bad gas yeah. and, and just, I mean, I mean, yeah. Wearing stripes. What else can you do? Right? Yeah. Uh, fucking all that. So yeah, I mean, I was lucky enough to break it up halfway through, but I mean, even then, it's it's it is routine for four years. So imagine like what you just said, working for sixty or whatever that is years, that would absolutely kill me. Yeah, you don't. I mean, you just don't get that time back, right? Never, never. Like, no, you don't get that time back. Um, and not to be like a big Debbie Downer or anything, but it's like you ha- like right now. I've just been in this mindset where like I am just graduating. Like this is part of the reason why I wanted to start this podcast. Like I wanted to really dive into something and like show my impact on the world and like what I'm trying to do so that a year from now I can say that the past year was productive and then a year from then I can say the same thing about the prior year. Absolutely. Right. That, that, Especially that's if you're what it's about. trying to achieve your goals. You don't even have to be achieving them hmm. necessarily as long as you're putting a very valiant effort towards achieving them. I think right. that, you know, in a year from now, if you say, okay, yeah, maybe I'm not self-sufficient yet in creativity, if that's a goal of yours, but I'm close, right? I was closer than I was a year ago, and I'm putting work towards it every day. That's exciting to look back on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like even for us, or for me personally, like when I started creating, I mean, like a couple years ago, probably like seriously saying like I want to increase my my skill set and my knowledge. Even me looking back on what I did then, I can say, damn it, my stuff's a lot better. Even though it's not nearly where I want it to be by any means, it's still a lot better than it was in the past, and that's growth, and that makes me happy. Right. Right. And I would, it like, there's one thing where it's creating and then there's getting to the point where you can kind of like monetize your creation, right? So like get paid sure. for what you're doing. As long as it's in the right mindset, i Absolutely. Say. Yeah. If you're doing it for the right reasons, for sure, for sure. And I, I just, I just think it's interesting, like getting to that point. Like, I don't know, I would ask you like, what, are, what is your, what is your goal um, in the near future in order to pivot you away from working in like the food industry and kind of making strides towards making more money in your creative field. And like, what is the, what is your creative field and how would you like sort of outline that for like people listening? Yeah. Um, it would have to be 
I think in terms of like concrete steps that I can take in order mm-hmm. to achieve self-sufficiency, I suppose, in, in creation is, is taking a freelance route. And I think, you know, the stuff that I'm kind of in the beginning stages of doing with this agency is going to be a great way to kind of become more self-sufficient in that regards. It's not going to be able to support me in terms of rent and, and, and payments and all that stuff and bills. It's not going to be able to support me for a while, but I think that this is kind of the initial steps. And then pairing that with something like freelance video editing or, 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 or photography or whatever that is in a freelance setting, pairing things like that would be great. Selling photos for, you know, uh, what, 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 what you sell your photos to like these big... Like Shutterstock. Yeah, whatever that's something. called that I can't yeah, remember like, right like, now. Like, like the textbook photos. Exactly, like exactly. What is that shit called? Photos? Yeah, I forget what that's called, but... That, exactly. Like selling my photos for that. Yeah, like stock photos. Stock photos, fuck, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, stock photos. Um, yeah, doing stock photography or, or, like I said, agency stuff and mixing that in with a whole bunch of other things. Um, yeah. That would be what I would like to do. But the only yeah. way, so the only way that you're going to get there is, like, you have to put, like, you have to put the most, like, effort and energy into doing that um, because a lot of people... They won't like they, they might be interested in a hobby and they might be interested in doing, say, hey, photography, but they won't ever really try to master their craft. And if mm-hmm. you maybe if you do, then people are like, damn, he's like really good at it. Yeah. And, and they, they'll pay you to do that sort of thing. But you never know unless you put unless you completely dive into it super hard and Absolutely. you won't you wouldn't be able to do that if you had a nine to five. You wouldn't have enough time outside of work. Yep. Would you like? Would you agree with that? No, I would agree. If I worked at nine to five, the last thing I'd want to do at five o'clock, at six o'clock, or whatever, is come home, yeah. eat dinner, and work to eight hours on you know my passion project. It just wouldn't happen. Right. And that's where I think you see a lot of kind of somebody's main job in their in their quote unquote side hustle. They kind of I think allocate time in terms of like almost a um, a balance. You know what I mean? Like, hey, maybe I'm working eighty percent of the time on my main job, right? And then I'm doing twenty percent of the time at you know, the side hustle that I want to do, whether that be, let's say photography, for instance, and then you slowly start to work less and do photography more until the balance almost tips in the opposite direction, I think is normal. But I don't think, yeah, you're, you're never going to be able to be mediocre and make a living off something unless you are lucky. Right. And right. I think that's maybe yeah, less like than a percent. Charlie D'Amelio, like dancing on TikTok. Exactly. Sort of. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, or you, or you do something without any soul. And when I say that, I mean a lot of like, think about like YouTube, for instance. Yeah. There are a lot of horribly untalented people out there that are able to follow trends right. and make money that way. And they're in it for the money. And that is what it is. Like, yeah, I don't like that, but I'm not going to shit on them for it because they want to make a ton of money and that's how they're doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer to look at the people who don't have as big of a following or are barely scraping by, but are really, really talented in their craft. Yeah. And that's the people that I kind of look up to. And that's kind of where I try to gauge how I want to be later in life rather than saying, yeah, man, I'd love to bring in like a million dollars a year or more, but I'm not going to do it in a soulless fashion. You know, because you have to, you have to be able to live with yourself at the end of the day. Like if I know, yeah, yeah if I know that I'm making a million dollars, but I feel like a piece of shit doing it, like, mm-hmm. I know I want to be able to live with myself yeah, personally. Absolutely. So. No, I, yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. It's it's all, it's passion at the end of the day. You're going to, any creative that I've talked to, I struggled for the beginning part. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They struggle getting their brand or their image or their product, I guess you can say, off the ground. But once they do, because they put so much passion into it and so much kind of fire into it, it tends to, to stick. 
because right. you, you've grown like a very loyal community around it. Right, and I, I think it's going to be interesting to see like like you and I. So like we're starting out um, in this kind of creative field, and we're also starting this podcast this week. It's going to be interesting to see how we like update what we've been doing mm-hmm. each week, and you know maybe two three months from now we got something off the ground where it comes to in our creative fields, right? And we can report that and we can feel really mm-hmm. good about it, right? Like, hey, I've been working with this company, making ads for them, doing doing things for them that I've actually been receiving like, like money for, right? And people will hear that and be like, hey, you know, that's something that I can explore. Like, hey, I, I, I'm big into doing this and these guys kind of put forth effort into their own kind of freelance thing like maybe i could do that yeah that that'd be the goal oh absolutely i I would say that is absolutely the end goal Uh, and i think we both look eye to eye on that and yeah that would be great in three months if i could be making a a decent chunk of money off of it obviously it's it's nothing monetary like i don't in three months if i'm not making any money off of it's still fine as long as i'm getting better yeah you know what i mean you feel good about yourself yeah yeah that that is the goal absolutely but I would like to be able to, sure. you know, make money off of it because... Yeah. Or, or we could just not make money. Or not. Yeah, we, we could just Who not make money. Who wants money, not me. Yeah, I don't want to make any no. money. Don't pay me for anything that I, I do. Unless it's woodchucks. Pay me in woodchucks. <laughs> yeah. Just pay me in 802 collection Lil Dry. Like, <laughs> they got a rapper named Lil Dry. Lil Dry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? No, I, and I honestly, just to, you know, bring it back, I think it's, you have to have this mentality that at first... People are going to judge you and people are going to kind of think, yeah, I think people are going to judge you and say, you know, like, oh, he's not do he's, you know, he's not on that typical trajectory. Absolutely. But you kind of just have to say like, fuck everyone else. Especially your parents, parents, grandparents, yeah. family. Tough, oh. dude. Tough. Yeah. The, the fam, the fam bam is not happy with your boy right now. But I can, I can fucking reciprocate that. But they will be. <laughs> they will be. Lay it on the line, dude. Lay it on the line. Give yeah. a big finger. So I think the biggest takeaway from what I like, what I would say this, this whole conversation is it's kind of like um, we're starting out on this journey and uh, I'm really excited about it. Absolutely. And I kind of wanted an outlet to be able to like share what I'm doing and to keep me on track and to keep other people on track with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, yeah. Not as a, as a flex. I think it's important to say this is by no means us going to come on this podcast every week and flex what we're doing outside of it. Right. It's more or less, hey, this is what we're doing. This is where we were before. If you think that you're in some sort of similar setting than that, um, then uh, like look to this and look to what we're doing as, I don't want to say inspiration because that sounds really cocky, but like look... If we were in a position that you were before yeah, we you, got here, look what we can do. If you're in a similar position as we are, like, you're not alone. Yeah, like, like if we can do it, you can do it. Cause... Because the odds are stacked <laughs> against us. <laughs> the odds are yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. stacked against us. But, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I think I think with that, um, thank you to Instagram Direct Messages direct for messages, sponsoring man. us. Um, can we, can we do the final takeaway on Woodchuck Brewery? Final takeaway is the last point. Woodchuck Brewery, my score, which I don't think I ever gave. I don't think you gave I don't think I ever you gave You asked it. for my initial video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll end off every video with my score. Good deal. Uh, no, but I think it is a 375. You did them 375. I did them 3.75. And here's the thing, though. I want them... To prove me wrong. Yeah, Woodchuck, I want them up. to prove me wrong. You've been making subpar ciders that apparently taste Sub like beer. Sub-fucking-par. 
Yeah. It tastes like beer. But regardless, um, thanks for checking in. Thanks for for ever listening for this kind of bit of roller coaster. We we really started off. We we've hit a lot of topics here. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it got real we've, real. We've, we've been real kind of we've been here. playing ping pong conversationally. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay with that. So, no, I think uh, it's good. Um, tune in next week. We're gonna kind of go over more real life things in terms of what we've been doing, how it has impacted us and kind of where we stood the week prior, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, kind of talk more about, about future steps as, as us as creatives and how we are kind of developing. We and got more stuff be, for you. Um, yeah, absolutely. We got more stuff for Not you. every episode or whatever we're going to call show is going to be the same. No. No, different topic points in every single one. Absolutely. No, I'm, a, I'm an onion. I got a lot of layers I'm, 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 loves I'm, being peeled. Yeah, I, I love being peeled. No, I got, I, I got a lot of layers. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, but yeah, we're gonna kind of tailor it to something new next week. So thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm Robbie. I'm Marie. If you want to follow us outside of this podcast, um, you can check me out on Instagram at g v l o t t a. And I'm uh, at r o b b y dot g i r a r d i n. That's at Robbie Doc Girardin, um, go there and just liked one of my old posts, and you might get a DM. <laughs> so, so, be careful a, with liking old posts. Yeah, right? be You're careful. DMs like, are gonna come. Yeah, like the most recent one. Keep right. those pure stills away. All right. All right, cheers, guys. Thanks, Thanks for guys. stopping by.